Claws the eyes and pull like a dog. <laughs> and a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam Maguire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined as always by Star Sport Editor Kieran McCarthy. On today's podcast we're going to count down the top 10 Cork footballers of all time as chosen by one of the most knowledgeable football reporters in the game, Mr Noel Horgan. Noel first saw the Rebels win a championship game in 1966 and he has been watching them closely ever since. Noel's list of the top 10 Cork footballers was published in this week's Southern Star which is available in shops across West Cork right now and on today's bonus podcast myself and Kieran are going to chat through Noel's list. Kieran, you've been working with Noel for a few years now, he's obviously a great reporter. How would you rate his judgement of footballers? Uh, Noel is one of the best in the game, Jack. To be fair to him, he's a he's a superb reporter and he's an astute judge of the game as well. And you can even see it in this list. He's top ten Cork footballers. Um, he's better placed than most to to kind of pick a, a top ten. Always with these lists, I suppose it's never definitive. It's open to subject to opinion. But um, I'd find it very hard to argue with the with, with, with the players that, that Noel has gone for. It's a real who's who of Cork football over the last 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll kick straight into the list then and we won't keep the listeners waiting any longer. And as I mentioned, the full list appears in this week's Southern Star. It's a bit of a collector's item, I would say. But number 10 on Noel's list of the top 10 Cork footballers of all time is Bantry's own Graeme Canty. Graeme Canty obviously captained Cork to All-Ireland success in 2010 and... In unusual circumstances, he didn't actually start the game. He came off the bench. He was carrying an injury going into it. But Cork were struggling at halftime. Graham came on in the second half. Conor Coonan obviously trusted that he had enough in him to do a job. And he came on, made a difference. Cork won the game. He made his championship debut under Larry Tompkins in the year 2000. And he came to be regarded as the team's spiritual leader long before he was ever appointed captain. So yeah, number 10 on Noel Horgan's list of the top 10 greatest Cork footballers of all time is Bantry Blues Graeme Canty Kieran, you can have no arguments with Graeme belonging on this list can you? No 100% Graeme deserves to be there he's um, not only was Graeme a superb footballer but he was such a leader of men as well and he really kind of he set the standards um, for for the rest of the Cork footballers to to reach it's almost like this kind of of Roy Key mentality as such you know kind of players and his teammates could see Graham kind of giving so much and they'd have to do the same to kind of match that so um, an inc- incredible footballer not a great man for interviews I have to say he just doesn't like interviews um, in, in fairness he's been very gracious with us in the Southern Star over the years um, so to almost thank him for that but he kind of say he'll say himself he doesn't like interviews but when it comes to the football field he could do better than most so definitely deserves his spot in the top 10 and Moving on to number nine in Noel Horgan's list, we the great Teddy McCarthy of Glenmire. And Teddy is the only man to win all Ireland senior medals in both hurling and football in the same year. And as Noel Horgan says, that guarantees him a prominent place amongst the immortals of the GAA. Uh, Teddy was also the player of the year 
1989. That's the football year in 1989. Um, an incredible footballer, like an icon of Cork, of Cork GA um, as a whole. Um, I met him last year at the launch of the Sam Maguire Sevens down in Dunmanway. We did a Q&A session on the on the, on the on the stage there, and what actually came came across when he found out that I was from Kerry is that he his eyes. Thinking, Christ, if I had to come up against him on a football field, you wouldn't be would be half scared of the men. So um, he's a great great footballer, great hurler, and definitely deserves his spot in the top ten. Yeah, absolutely. That's number nine, Teddy McCarthy from Glanmire and number 8 on Noel Horgan's list of the top 10 Cork footballers of all time is the first Nemo Ranger to appear on his list and it is of course Stephen O'Brien Stephen a prodigious talent and he won his first All-Ireland medal as a teenager in his first season with Cork that was in 1989 he filled the full back berth when the Sam Maguire was retained at Mead's expense the following year but it was in his, as an attacking centre back that he performed with huge distinction for the majority of his career not least the 1994 Munster semi-final when he scored a memorable second half goal so number 8 on Noel Horgan's list is our first member of the Nemo Rangers and it's Stephen O'Brien and moving on to number 7 in the list Jack it's another Nemo Rangers man this time Noel Horgan has come for Dini Allen Um, this is a player that, that Noel saw a lot of during the 70s and 80s and as Noel said in this week's Southern Star that this was Dinny made an impressive championship debut in 1972 and it looked like he had a kind of bright future um, at the top level was on the cards but then he decided to concentrate in the League of Ireland and that cost him an All-Ireland in 1973 but Dinny returned to Cork football two years later um, in 1986 he was actually dropped from the panel but was restored in 1988 and he fully justified that with a number of five-star displays. And that was highlighted by a goal of huge quality that gave them a narrow win over Kerry that year. And then at the grand age of 37, Dinny Allen finally captured that cherished and elusive Celtic cross when Cork won the All-Ireland in 1989. And he captained the team to victory over Mayo too to make it um, much the sweeter. And as Noel Horgan said, it was a fairy tale ending to Dinny Allen's career at the top level. So... I don't think anyone could have any complaints that Dini Allen is in North Horgan's top 10. And moving on from Dini Allen there, it's another Nemo man in the number 6 lot. And it is arguably the godfather of Cork football. I live in rented accommodation just outside Skibbereen in a house owned by a big West Cork football man. And on his bookshelf, in his rented accommodation, is the book, The Billy Morgan Story, Rebel Rebel. And it's a book I flicked through on many occasions sitting in my living room because he was such he was such a giant of a man and I just reference here what Noel says about him in his piece back in 1965-66 Cork lost an important league game to Kildare at the old Cork Athletic Grounds primarily because of a goalkeeping of of a couple of glaring errors by goalkeeper Brian Murphy of Crosshaven it turned out to be a blessing in disguise as Murphy who went on to enjoy a good few seasons at cornerback with Cork lining out in the 1967 All-Ireland Final which was lost to Mead was replaced between the sticks by the aforementioned Billy Morgan it's history now that Morgan became the outstanding netminder of his generation an inspirational key skipper in 1973 when he won an All-Ireland medal an All-Star award and was chosen the first custodian to be chosen and he was chosen as the first goalkeeper to be footballer of the year so Billy Morgan in many ways 
the godfather of Cork football, a remarkable goalkeeper, and the third Nemo Ranger to make Noel Horgan's top 10 list. I'm sensing a strong bias towards Nemo from Noel here, Cairn. I think that kind of, I suppose it goes to show and highlight that Nemo had been the dominant force in, in suppose, Cork club football for, for a long time now. But again, Billy Morgan, like you said, he is the godfather of Cork GA and it's a testament to the man that he's still going strong involved with UCC. Um, just a great brain, kind of a, whoever's worked with him always has great words to say about Billy Morgan. So definitely, definitely deserves to be in the top 10. And going on to number five, we're cracking the top five now, Jack. We have our first Castlehaven footballer and it's the great Niall Cahillan. Um Cahillan won two All-Stars with the, the Cork footballers in 87 and 80 and 88 and Noel makes reference to the fact that Niall Cahillan became regarded as the Ironman of Cork football because he um, he endured a catalogue of injuries that was enough to break the spirit of most players but not Niall Cahillan. I think that's the, that's the that's the Castlehaven breeding for you just there Um he won every major honour, including All Ireland's seven Munster titles, a league championship double in '89, the All Ireland again in 1990. Um, he made his debut back in in 1984 for Cork. Um, classes at the back, and he mastered some of the most celebrated forwards in the game. Um, just uh, another Cork legend, and I think he was as tough as they come to Niall Cahillan. I don't think any would ever reddish coming up against him, and still today he's talked about and he is one of the greats of, of, of Cork GA and even with Castlehaven when Castlehaven were dominant in the well, had their success in the in the 1990s Cahillan um, was to the fore with that too so definitely deserves his place there Now coming in at number 4 I mentioned earlier that in many ways Billy Morgan was the godfather of Cork football and the man coming in at number 4 it could be argued he is the godfather of Cork hurling, but before he became a hurling star, Jimmy Barry Murphy made his name with the big ball. He was a prolific goal getter. He once scored four for Munster in a Railway Cup final, when the Railway Cup was the Railway Cup. And he was the chief architect of a success story for the Vars that saw the club collect five county senior football championship titles between 1976 and 1985. So as I said, Jimmy Barry Murphy later became known as one of Cork's greatest ever hurlers, but he was also a phenomenal footballer in his day. And interestingly, he's also uh, an ex-Cork inter-county star whose son went on to find great success in the world of soccer. His son, Brian Barry Murphy, now the manager of Rochdale over in the UK. So imagine how Cork would have got on if Brian stuck to GAA and followed in his father's footsteps. The other ex-Cork Intercounty star whose son went on to achieve a career in soccer is of course John Myler whose son David Myler went on to captain the Irish soccer team so another man who maybe slipped through the fingers of Cork GAA in many ways but yeah Jimmy Barry Murphy a dual star a hurling legend but a footballing stalwart in his own right too No, great call again and you might have touched on something there Jack for a future podcast there it's almost a team a Cork GAA team that slipped through through the fingers that you mentioned there John Myler and Barry Murphy Conor Horan is another fella he was a prodigious underage talent Simon Zebo before he went to turn to rugby was a, was a fierce talent so there's also uh, a could be something to revisit Tomas O'Leary the ex-Munster player was a, a fine hurler in his day as well 
Exactly, and Tomoz actually came back to play with his club in the last couple of years too, um, in at a, a junior level. So that's something we might revisit in in, in the weeks ahead, Jack. But um, it's not like we have time to fill or anything. No, 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 no. Of course not. No, we would see the sweat beads forming on my forward with the with the work. And so I have. Moving on to number three in Noel Horgan's list, it's the great Ray Cummins of St. Michael's. And Ray Cummins is a legendary jewel star who lined out with the Cork footballers before making his debut with the hurlers. And he was equally proficient as a playmaking full forward in both courts. Uh, Cummins pulled most of the strings up front for Cork during the county's march to All-Ireland glory in 1973. And as Noel Horgan said, Ray Cummins showed invaluable leadership qualities when deputising for his clubmate Billy Field, um, who had sustained the season in season-ending injury in the semi-final against Tyrone. Um, although Ray Cummins bowed out of inter-county football following the Munster final defeat to Kerry in 1978, he made an indelible impact prior to his decision to retire four years before bringing the curtain down and his hurling career. Another one of the greats of Cork GA. Obviously, I never got the chance to see him play myself, but Noel Horgan is, like we said, better placed than most to kind of to pass judgment on these greats. So that's Ray Cummins at number three in the list. And in at number two is another West Cork man and the second Bantry Blue to make our list. And it is, of course, Declan Barron. And as you said, a lot of the names on the list here, yourself and myself, haven't had a chance to actually see play. So I'm going to let Noel's words do the talking here. Perhaps the most naturally gifted and elegant footballer ever to wear the Cork jersey, Declan Barron had it all. Majestic in the air, he could distribute his possession and kick scores with the utmost assurance while making his exploits look deceptively easy. So that really says it all about Declan Barron. You, you kind of know what kind of player he was just by reading Noel's words there. I imagine he was an absolute Rolls-Royce of a player and one of his many memorable displays came at midfield in the 1980 league final win over Kerry and he was the only Cork player to enhance his reputation with another tour de force when filling the centre-forward berth during the shock All-Ireland semi-final loss to Dublin back in 1974. So in at number two, on Noel Horgan's list of the best Cork footballers of all time is Bantry Blue, Declan Barron. Now, Kieran, number one, which you're going to read out for us now, is, of course, an absolute legend of the game, both nationally and in Cork. And there is a book coming out this summer that you might give a plug to too, which covers the career of this great man. Yeah, um, Dennis Turley, a Southern Star reporter and well-known as a reporter and covers every other sport besides that, is currently working on Larry Tompkins' book and it's due out this summer and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Dennis is a top-class writer and he's, he's, he's the man kind of bestowed the honour and it's a great honour to tell the story of Larry Tompkins because there's no denying, Jack, that Tompkins is one of the greats of the game and... He came from Kildare to Cork and to Castlehaven, and he changed football in both beyond recognition. Um, as Noel Horgan said, Tompkins immediately earned the admiration of Cork's football fraternity with his skill, drive and leadership after he joined up with the county in 1987. Indeed, it's often been said that Cork might never have collected the top prize in 1989 and 1990 had they been, out, had they been without the services of Larry Tompkins. Um, Unquestionably, he was the most compelling player in the game during the golden era for Cork football, and he served up what was his finest display in Crow Park when he switched from attack to midfield for the second half of the drawn All Ireland final against Mead in 1988. He led his adopted county Cork to All Ireland success 
1998 and he was the first player the first Cork player to win three All-Stars as well and there can be no denying that Tompkins is an absolute legend and I think you know when you've made it when you're, you you can be known by your first name if you say Larry you know it's Larry Tompkins and um, like I said Dennis Hurley is busy working on, on Larry's book at the moment it's going to be a super read it's going to be a must for all GA fans not just Cork fans because Tompkins is one of those great characters that kind of I suppose he was in, in that era back in the in the, in the late eighties and nineties. Kind of he was one. He was probably the biggest name in the game. So um, Noel Horgan's got a spot on here with Tom Tompkins at the top of his list. And again, another plug for Dennis's book. It's one to keep an eye out for when it hits the shelves in the coming months. Yeah, we'll no doubt do a podcast special around that book when it comes out, and we'll get Dennis on to chat through it as well. So I'll just run through the top 10 list quickly here then before myself and Kieran pick our favourite Cork footballers of all time so that should be controversial I imagine in number 10 is Graeme Canty from the Bantry Blues in number 9 Teddy McCarty from Glanmire number 8 Stephen O'Brien the first of three Nemo Rangers players to make the list number 7 Dinny Allen also of Nemo Rangers Billy Morgan of course Nemo Rangers as well at number 6 number 5 Castle Havens Niall Callan number 4 the great Jimmy Barry Murphy of the Bars at number three, it was St. Michael's, Ray Cummins. At number two, the second Bantry Blue on the list, Declan Barron. And number one, the one and only Larry Tompkins of Castlehaven. So, Kieran, before we wrap up today's bonus podcast, let's give the listeners our own favourite Cork footballers. And we might come to you first. Yeah, my favourite Cork footballer, and he's a fellow I've I, I watched a lot over the last Jesus I don't know since, I, since I've been in this game um, it's Paddy Kelly of Bell and Colleague I just I always liked him as a footballer he's just such a brilliant playmaker um, so elegant on the field Jack and he was just so so easy to watch as well because um, he just he pulled the strings for, for the Cork for the Cork footballers for so many years um, obviously won an Ireland, an Ireland back in 2010 and he'd only made his debut two years before that Um I suppose unfortunately for Paddy Kelly is just that injuries took kind of their toll on him towards the latter half of his career and I was reading a piece on the 42 earlier and they had a stat that between 2013 and 2016 Cork played 17 championship games but Paddy Kelly only started five and that was such a shame because he was such an important cog in, in, in the in the Cork team under Conor Coonan like I said he was just a brilliant playmaker he could just link defence and attack he was just such an elegant footballer to watch he used to glide across the field and his his range of passing and how he linked up play was just a joy to behold so he's a footballer I always love watching and so he'd be he's my favourite Cork footballer yeah great choice Kieran. and before I give my favourite I just want to give honourable mentions to Graeme Canty who made Noel's list and also Daniel Goulding the score of 9 points in the 2010 All-Ireland Final but I'm a firm believer in people's favourite players becoming their favourite players when they're of a certain age so when they're first getting into watching sport religiously when it's all they think about so I'm thinking between the ages of like 10 to 15 that's when you choose your favourite players so like my favourite soccer player of all time is Brazilian Ronaldo I don't know who your favourite soccer player is but I imagine he probably became your favourite player when you were between the ages of like 10 to 15 would I be right in saying that Kieran? Yeah you would yeah you have to stray too far again it's obviously Roy Keane you know, massive United fan since I was just seven or eight, and he was just such a legendary figure for um, for United, and always been in, in the Rykeen camp. Even when it came to Saipan that time, I was firmly in the Rykeen camp. 
always have, always will be. So I know we're kind of straight off topic a bit, but it's just to go back to what you're saying. When you're a kid and you grow up watching these people and you just see what they're about, um, it just sticks in your mind. Really does. Yeah, and so that's why my favourite Cork footballer of all time is someone who was at the tail end of his career when I kind of first started watching and consuming GAA like it was an addiction. And that is the great Colin Corkery of Nemo Rangers. He was to watch play football it was almost like he was playing a different game at times he was uh, he had it all really he could kick with both feet he could score from anywhere on the field and he must he, he has to be one of the most decorated club footballers of all time I'm just going to run through his role of honour quickly here with Nemo Rangers he won four Munster titles five county titles and two All-Irelands with Cork although he never won an All-Ireland he won four Munster titles including a three in a row his last came in 2002 when they beat Tipperary in one of the club all Ireland finals he scored six points and that was against the great cross Malina team and that was in the 2002 club final so when you start listening off these achievements that Corkery had I, I find it hard I find it I would find it hard for anyone to argue the point that he is one of the greats he, may, he scored 2-5 on his Cork debut against Clare in 1992 I was only one at the time so I can't really remember it that vividly but just reading about him today kind of backs up why I always liked him so much he even spent some time out in Australia playing Australian rules football with Carlton so he really has done it all but my main reason for loving Colin Corkery so much was he wore white predator boots at a time when GEA players were expected to wear black Puma Kings he, 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 he did everything his own way he was his own boss and like I don't think it's an insult to say he was a slightly bigger build than most other inter-county footballers at the time you know he he never changed he never changed who he was and I have great respect for anyone who can be themselves no matter whether it's in business in life or in sports so Colin Corkery when I was when I was growing up and he was coming to the tail end of his Cork career I just used to look at him and think what an absolute legend I, I loved watching him and I still love watching clips from back on YouTube today so yeah my favourite Cork footballer of all time is the great Colin Corkery were you, were you a fan of Colin? Uh, great call again and my my main reason for being a fan of Colin Corkery is um, I did cousin before Brian McCarthy who played with Dr. Crokes in Clarity but he was he was at Bishopstown for, for a number of years and come back to the, the, the 2002 Cork senior football final um, Brian was full back that day and I think Corkery was full forward but Nemo Rangers beat Bishopstown by 15 points to 1-7 and Colin Corkery scored 11 points that day and as the news trickled back home that that Brian was allegedly marking Colin Corkery and that Corkery, Corkery kicked 11 points off him. Um, in WhatsApp groups, he still doesn't leave it down to this day. You know, it's 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 still brought up as, as, as a stick to beat him with. Um, I don't think it was Brian's kind of greatest claim to fame, even Corkery score 11 points off him. But I, I'd, um, I'd almost say keeping Corkery to 11 points in a club game, that's nearly a, a good showing from your cousin Brian. I'd say there's many men had tougher days up against Colin Corkery throughout his club career. You see, in, in these WhatsApp groups, we're not really one to pay compliments, to be honest, Jack. You know, kind of like each of those 11 points are just, there are 11 reasons to hammer Brian with. But um, in fairness, all Corkery was an absolute legend of the game, kind of. Like you said, he was he was a big man, and I'd say he was, he was hard to mark, and he was just an awkward customer as well. So, um, great call again. So, We've really gone through some of the, the greats of Cork football in, in this podcast. And there's many more besides that we probably haven't touched on. So, again, if anyone wants to kind of send in their suggestions to 
if they think there's a glaring omission from from the footballers we've we chatted about today, just pop us an email to sport at southernstar.ie or you can find us on Twitter too and let us know what you think. Yeah, well, we're going to leave it there. So for today's podcast, we'll be back on Tuesday with another another action-packed podcast. I don't know how action-packed it's going to be with me and Kieran recording from our living rooms but we'll do our best so thanks for listening to the star sport podcast we'll be back at the same time next week if you enjoy these shows please make sure to rate review and subscribe on itunes spotify youtube acast stitcher or wherever else you listen to the show thanks for listening to the star sport podcast number one for sport in west cork